The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. 865-255-03. It is time for Touchdown Turnover, back by Alcoa 10 Fellow Credit Union. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live from the Low T Center Studio. Looking at the NFL, the slate is set. Cincinnati will go on the road, play the Tennessee Titans. Ah, oh, my friend, our friend Angela. Be tough. 49ers on the road. Green Bay. Rams on the road. Tampa Bay. Buffalo Bills on the road. Kansas City. I'm picking one. I want you to tell me if it is the best game or or not. So this is how phrase touchdown turnover. San Fran at Green Bay is the best game this weekend. In the playoffs, touchdown turnover. San Fran at Green Bay. Turnover. It's the Bengals at the Titans. That is the best game this weekend. Um, Definitely locally and throughout this state. But I I think I would say that even if I wasn't associated with the state of Tennessee. You got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase on on a Super Bowl run trying to make it to the AFC Championship game, way ahead of schedule, and they are so much fun to watch, play football, and and you got Derrick Henry coming back. I mean, I, I think that alone, that that storyline alone takes the cake. <laughs> I mean, Derrick Henry's back, and, and then Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase is on the other sideline. So I I, I think that game's the best game this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to go turnover as well. I don't think the 49ers Green Bay game will be the best game of the weekend, but I do like Buffalo at Kansas City, though. I do like fun. Yeah, I do like that that game because, you know, Buffalo just just put up 40-something points against against uh, Bill Belichick. Um, this is a rematch from last year's playoff matchup. Josh Allen has hit the playoffs looking like a Hall of Famer, uh, looking like the league MVP. What he did last weekend against against the Patriots, Patrick Mahomes is still that dude. The Kansas City Chiefs offense is still potent, and I think that is going to be an offensive explosion. That's going to be a really really fun game to watch. For me, that's the best game of the weekend. Um, I think I won't say the worst game of the weekend because. I, all the games are going to be good, in my opinion. We get playoff football, man. Mm. It's not a worst game, in my opinion. Who are the Rams playing? Uh, Tampa Bay. Look, hey, man. Well, Matthew Stafford's taking care of the football. Whew. Hard to beat. Man, they look good because you got Aaron Donald. You got Von Miller. You know, he made Kyler Murray look like a free agent, mm. like an undrafted free agent. Uh, and, and it's funny, man. Odell Beckham has not been a problem at all. It's not been a problem when he has a competent uh, organization with a competent quarterback. Not one peep, no problems at all. Give it time; he'll he'll say something. I don't think. All right, I, I think I don't think he's gonna find any drama 
from Odell, man, in L.A. I don't, I don't believe so. But man, that's a, that is a very, very potent um, passing game uh, for the Rams, and they're doing all this without, without Robert Woods. Yeah, you had Cooper Cup, who, you know, best receiver in the league statistically. You do have OBJ. You you do have Matthew Stafford can make all the throws, but man, they're still doing this without, um, without one of their best players in the lineup as well. Four Niners. This is a rematch of well, two years ago when Green Bay went to the Four Niners in the playoffs, and the Four Niners just thrashed. I mean, thrash Green Bay, bullied them, and this is significant because Aaron Rodgers is from California. He grew up as a 49ers fan and was mad that the 49ers did not draft him. So this game is always going to have a little bit of extra mustard on it for, for Aaron Rodgers. It means it just means more. It does for Aaron Rodgers. It really does. So uh, that's the storyline there. But, man, the king is back. Derrick Henry. Joe Burrow. His playoff debut was a success. Getting the win for the Bengals. Look at where that franchise has been and where they are right now. Um, can the Titans, after having a week off, can they play like a number one seed, man? We have seen teams in the past have a bye week, play great in the regular season, have a bye week, they come out and they're rusty. I anticipate Derrick Henry to be rusty, but not that much. <laughs> I don't think he'll be that rusty, and he'll be the freshest player on the field, Ben. That's going to be fun to watch. And and that's my thought is that he'll be – yes, there will be a little bit of, of rust, but that I'm I'm more viewing it as he's going to be fresh. <laughs> yep. that, that, that's been my mindset. He is going to be fresh. It'll, it'll be fun to watch. I'm, I'm excited for all four of those games. Mm-hmm. I, I think all four are, are good football games, even Rams-Bucks. I mean – Technically, one has to be the worst. That one, to me, it maybe it's not the worst. But it's for me personally, it's the, the, the least intriguing. But I'm still very intrigued by it. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by all four games. I, I want Jawan and E-Man to go into Green Bay and, and beat the Packers. I, w- I would love to see that. Um, I'd love to see the Rams upset the Bucks. I I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford. Like I, I, I kind of want him to to have a a storybook ending after all those years in Detroit, and and I just I don't know I just kind of want to see him prove to everybody that like he is a legitimate quarterback, and and that Detroit was truly holding him back. That that would be uh, cool to see for him personally, and they they've got some players on that team that are fun to root for, Aaron Donald. Cooper Cup, putting on for us white wide receivers. Appreciate you doing it for the culture. Um, I don't like Odell Beckham Jr. or Jalen Ramsey, but it is what it is. They've got more guys on that team that I do like. John Kelly is still with the Rams, as as far as I know. I was dressing out at the end of the season with Was it? Did he go back? Yeah, I think after the Browns cut him, he went back. Or maybe he's still with the Browns. I don't know. I know he's still with some team. I thought it, I thought he went back to the Rams. Last time I saw him, he was wearing like forty two for the for the Browns. Maybe it is the Browns. Maybe yeah, I, I he's got with the teams. Browns. Oh, okay, well never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> you try you try to find a, a, a Tennessee. <laughs> I was trying to think of a Vaughn. Like, oh, a Vaughn connection. Kind of, no. Kind of obviously I want Jock Jock McClendon. 
See, uh, still working with them. Yep, Jock McClendon there still there. That, that's what I meant. I didn't mean uh, John Kelly. There you go. You meant you meant Jock McClendon. There, there. There you go. There you. There you go. But uh, yeah. I, I obviously want the Titans board. beat the Bengals. Gosh, for for many reasons. A, I want the Titans to go out and get them a ring. Uh. B, I want the Bengals to lose. I want the Bengals to lose. You just want to talk some trash. I mean, there's no, there's no trash. I'm going to talk. I just, I don't want them to win the Super Bowl. Hey, <laughs> AFC North rival, I get it exactly. So I get it. Fun, it should be a fun weekend of football. Hopefully, they they aren't all blowouts like they were this past weekend. And then Bills Chiefs writes itself, right? I mean, remember that photo of uh, Stephon Diggs watching the Chiefs celebrate in the AFC Championship game last year? Mm-hmm. Got the rematch, mm-hmm. so that that'll be a really fun game. Can Old Josh Allen do what he did last weekend, this weekend against Kansas City. John K says Triple O is living vicariously through Matthew Stafford and pretending like his team is in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I ain't rooting for Matthew Stafford's success. He's a Georgia Why? Bulldog and a Detroit Lion at heart. Uh-uh. I forget. I, I know that he is a Bulldog, but I, I forget that he is a Bulldog. There's no one overall pick, man. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. No. I just I feel bad for him. Nope. Like For me, him being in Detroit all those years – outweighs him being a bulldog. <laughs> nope. Nope. He didn't he didn't lose the game for the Rams uh last week, but hey, there's always this week. There's always this week. So NFL playoffs will be popping popping off this weekend again. I thought I thought last week was a little eh, was lopsided wins. Eh, it wasn't what I thought it would be. It was kind of boring a little bit. But uh, I think this week the games will be tighter, and uh, I think the games will be a whole whole lot better. Uh, 865-255-03. Our number two is brought to you by Action 247, Tennessee's only, only legal sports book. Action. Get in on the action. You can do that by using the promo code Swain Event. When you do that, you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $800. So you deposit 100, they will give you another 100. That's 200. That's Ben McKee math right there for you. If you deposit 300, they'll give you 300, you'll have 600 to play with. So they will match your first deposit up to $800. That is amazing there at Action. Download their app. TN Action 247 is their Twitter account so give them a follow there as well let's go to the phones 865-255-03 let's get to uh, rusty rusty good morning good morning what's going on fellas what's up rusty man how y'all been been good man you've been choosing choosing violence on twitter man talking about vanderbilt they struck another yeah, huh net i does anybody disagree with i mean i probably would word it a little bit differently but I, I think the feeling is I think the feeling is spot on. Maybe I went a little overboard. <laughs> Maybe, but hey, I'm not judging you. <laughs> hey, um, Euros, Euros, Plavich. I'm not going to lose my mind and say that his stat line was what got me feeling a little bit better about the guy. It's the way he's playing, he seems to have figured out something. It's it's he's he's not 
<laughs> he's not the guy that was playing against the crap teams early in the year. Whenever we were, you know, we had some cupcakes on the schedule. We had a lot of tough games, but we had some cupcakes where he was wasn't rebounding, wasn't battling, um, wasn't boxing out, wasn't doing all the things to get yourself in the right position. And now he seems to have some kind of light came on a little bit where he's working. It's it's not like I said, it's not making baskets. It's not those things that I'm that I like. It's it's moving guys out of the way and fighting in the post. I never thought we'd see it from him. I didn't I didn't either, man. I I thought you were gonna say that you know he figured out something. I thought you were gonna say that he figured out he was seven foot. Well, a little bit of that, yeah. but he, he's, it's, it's, that's, I don't think, well, you know, it's just, he, he got pushed around as a seven footer and now he's, he's doing the pushing around and, uh, under the basket. That's, that's a, that's a massive thing. And I guess it's like any, any other athlete, they have to get on the court and get in there and, and go through the trials and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and our freshman needs more of that. And I don't, I don't know that there's, I don't know that it's, that it's the time for him to get those moments at this point. But he could use a lot of that beating and banging and and going through that process that, that Euro seems to have had the light come on. That's, I think that's where he's missing too. It'll come, it'll come for him. I know. I hope he's here long enough for it to come too. And I, and I think it would. I think he has a chance to be great. I just think he needs more time, and and hopefully the right people will, will advise him that he could use a little more time and it won't it won't hurt him in the long run. Listen, I I, I don't I don't you know, last last game, you know, Rick's comments about Huntley Atfield, it made you cringe a little bit because he didn't play after, you know Brandon yeah. kind of met the expectations and stepped up. But I don't think Leaving is the answer for Brandon Huntley Hatfield, man. You have a guy, and you know, you may not like your freshman year, you may not like what happened, but there's going to be some times in life that you're not going to like the situation. But where are you going to go and be developed by anyone better in the country? Right. So, right. Yes, you know, Rick. I don't think he has been perfect handling Brandon Huntley Hatfield, but he is where he needs to be. He just needs to make sure that um, that, that the people around him is not hyping him up and and and. Um, Making him think that you know he out here like Alonzo Mourning or somebody or or, or Joel Embiid he ain't there yet. So just continue to stay humble, stay hungry, keep working, um, and it'll it'll click for him. And he's too skilled as a big man. That jump shot that he missed in the corner, man, I paused it as we were watching it during uh, during the, during the sh- during the show because not a lot of big dudes can shoot the basketball, you know, college basketball. And he has a pretty stroke. I'm telling you, man. Oh, very. He's going to be a guy that's going to take some of those shots like uh, we're seeing Olivier take, and he's going to be busting them a lot more frequently as his confidence continues to improve. Totally agree. Totally agree. He he has a a game that that would look like Wayne Chisholm's. If he Ooh. if he gives it time, That's if he'll one. give it time, if he'll give it time, That's a good one. and and I hope I, I like I said I hope the people around him and and he he's not too wanting to go G League or Europe or try to make it into the big league. I think I think if he just sticks out just a little bit longer, he'll, he'll get there. And 
what 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 are we going to do to get more shots for Justin Powell? Five was a good number, but it it needs to be more. I mean, you can run some sets for him and run him off some screens. I mean, uh, he just man, he doesn't create those shots for himself. I thought he I thought he would be a little bit better at that. Uh, but he doesn't really create shots uh, all that mm-hmm. all that great. You know, he's a catch and shoot we don't, guy. I don't think we have anybody that does. No, none of our guys can create space off the bounce except Kennedy. Honestly, I mean, all of our guys besides Kennedy are guys that have to get open just because somebody draws the fenders and the ball gets kicked to them. And I, I felt like four or five times last night. We had guys that were open, and we just didn't we didn't identify them and get, get get them shots. And it's been going on all year. Guys are too rushed. Kennedy's dribbling a little too long and not having his eyes open. But hey, hopefully those things get fixed. Um, last thing, go Chiefs. <laughs> hey, Trey oh, Smith. Chiefs. Trey Smith, man. Hey, that's right. Trey Smith is it with the Chiefs. I have no problem with that one. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> Trey Smith, man. Come on now. Come on, Ben. If if Trey Smith wasn't a Chief, would you be rooting for the Chiefs? No. I wouldn't <laughs> care. I, I don't think there would be anybody, I don't think be anybody left for me. I, well, you know what? I'll, let me rephrase. Go Chiefs, go Niners. Well, I get my point in me asking that was, the, does anybody else have a feel for the Chiefs so they're just kind of tired of them? I know they haven't won a ton of Super Bowls like the, the Patriots, but they, they've been the talk of the NFL for several years now. And I, I just kind of, aside from Trey, like I've kind of reached my point of just, uh, okay, whatever. That's how we are. Chiefs. That's how we are sports fans, man. We, we want a team to win that's never won before, but they win too much, then we don't like them anymore. <laughs> I still like Steph. Here, here, I, I guess the reason I say that is, I guess the reason I say go Chiefs, go Niners is those are the only two teams that I would be okay winning it at this point. Well, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have. I guess I don't have any ill will towards the Bills either. I they guess. I guess any. I guess any of those three, I'm fine with. You'd the be upset if the Titans won it. Yeah, I don't want Why? Titans win it. You're from Tennessee. Oh, he's a, he's in Cali now, man. He's in Cali. He's, he's a Rams got, fan now. He, he forgot about his Tennessee roots. I I wasn't <laughs> a Tennessee fan when I was there, and I just I don't like the organization. I, I, I don't. I don't mind Vrabel. I, I love. I like Henry. Um, there, there's too many Alabama guys on 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 the Titans for me to like them. I guess that's nothing. But really, it's the organization. I think they're a crap organization with a crap stadium, mm. a crap field, and I I think the organization is s is s ish. Mm. So I guess that's my beef. All right, then, Rusty. I can't argue to, with you. To each their own. I can't argue with you on the field. I'd like to see Trey win. I would. I, so he does. He deserves a win. Honestly, I forgot there for a second that he was on the Chiefs. He deserves a win. I'm just. I. I don't like Tyree Kill. He is. That's fair. A a bum. A certified bum. That's fair. I, I don't. I don't want to see Jackson Mahomes have a reason to yeah. celebrate. The brother yeah. of Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to see any more damn TikTok videos from him. Yeah. Damn sure I don't want to see him. With confetti falling down. Ugh. I mean, Miko Hartman, he's a bulldog. I like Miko. He's a baller. He really, 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 really wanted to come to Tennessee, but he just right. couldn't. The bag was too big. How, how dare I wish success on Matthew Stafford? I understand. I understand. 
I look at Miko the same way. He's a bulldog. I get it. But I do like him as a player. Yeah, I mean, he's he's an exciting player. He didn't play for the Lions. <laughs> Fair. What a, Lions ain't never threatened you. It's triple O. You, you've never been through an NFL season in which you have had to worry about the Detroit Lions. Never. But triple O makes, makes me dislike the Lions more because, because of his – Rants or whatever you want to call those. I, I sympathize for for Triple O. I want the Lions to win for him and JR. I don't. I don't. JRM. I want JR to, to to go to another team so he can finally be happy. Hey, he's getting an NFL check. I'm no, sure, I'm sure he he's plenty happy. happy. I'm sure he's happy. You're right. <laughs> You're right about that. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. says, "You sound a little rusty. You sound salty, little rusty." This is what Tramiel said. Uh. <laughs> he, did sound, he did sound salty. What the Titans ever do to you, Rusty? Does Uros have two more years? Yes. Damn. He's got his redshirt senior year. He's a redshirt junior, right? He's a junior. Says so a junior. Not a redshirt junior. He's got. I think he's redshirted. So. So he redshirted in Arizona State, and then he was a redshirt freshman. Uh, in 2019, 20, in 2020, and then as a sophomore in 2021, and then a junior this year. He's a redshirt junior. So next yeah. year will be his redshirt senior season, and then the season after will be his COVID year. No, wait, did, does he get a COVID year? Yeah, he gets COVID year. Yeah. He was last year. Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Well, I was thinking he was on that uh, Jordan Bowden team that the, those guys did not get a COVID year. So I can see Uros now as a, as a senior man kissing the floor and saying, "I'll be back." I think Uros is gonna break a Folky's record of, nah. of, of most games played. Nah. Well, I, think of uh, think of how many games that Folky missed as a redshirt freshman after that injury. You know, it might be something we need to, to explore next year. 865-255-03. Be right back. I'm Vince Moore, wide receiver, VFL 1991, and you're listening to The Swain Event. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and social security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. 
In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. take us away yes there were two basketball games aside from tennessee's game last night and history was actually made last night arkansas beat south carolina 75 to 59 which was pretty crazy because carolina was up 40 to 33 at halftime up by seven and they're going to lose by 16 Arkansas absolutely blitzed South Carolina in the second half, 42-19 to win, 75-59. And they did all that without making a three-pointer. And 
not making a three-pointer was history because Arkansas had a streak of 1,092 games in which it had made a three. 1,092 straight games, Arkansas made a three. And last night, they went 0 of 11. For the first time in 33 years, Arkansas did not make a three-pointer. I was laughing, Ben, because at the end of the game, the crowd was like, three, three, three. They were mad. And the players had no idea. They was driving the ball to the paint, throwing the ball into the post. You got post players doing their Akeem Olajuwon moves. (laughs) They were so mad. They had no idea that the record was about to be broken. So uh, I did did watch that game, and, man, South Carolina looked good in the first half. Yeah. They they were – they – they made a little lineup change. Frank Martin went with uh, Chico Carter in the starting lineup, and he could not miss. Yeah, he had a weird little hitch in the jump three. shot, but, man, he was busting them. He was not busting in the second half no, because they got run, just like Ole Miss got run last night by Conzo. Mm. Conzo mm. put the hands on Kermit Davis last night, 78-53. to 53. Did he make a statement? Oh, they made a statement. Ole Miss – dealing with some injuries but still nice uh big win for old Conzo and sets up for some big games tonight we've got mississippi state at florida 6 30 p.m on the sec network lsu at alabama you can root for alabama as you always do in this matchup alabama is four point favorites seven o'clock tip on espn2 i cut you I mean, you're the one that openly admitted to rooting against Will Wade in the SEC tournament, not me. I said I don't like Will Wade. And you said that you hoped Alabama beats LSU. I did not That's say that. That's a fact. Check the tape. I did not say that. You did say that. No, I didn't. Yes, you, you did. went there. I said I don't like Will Wade, and I'm not going to root for Alabama. Because I can watch games without rooting for a team. Whatever you say to make yourself feel better. We've also got <laughs> Kentucky at Texas A&M, 830 on the SEC Network. And looking at some some A&M basketball tweets this morning, A&M has put white T-shirts on every seat in the arena. So it's going to be a whiteout tonight as Kentucky comes to town. It may be an interesting game. Cool. Hmm? I about to say for what? Kentucky's white and blue too. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. I guess since uh, they're at home and they're going to be wearing white jerseys. You know why they're doing that? Because they're racist. Because money doesn't matter. These days, they Well, if they, it doesn't matter, then you could you could have done a different color. You could have done a yellow out if it, you wanted to. It does, money doesn't matter. They just they because it costs a lot of money to to to, to do free shirts for everybody. Like, yes, it does. But if you take the AM, you just pay them. you just pay twenty five million dollars for your recruiting class. Money is not a thing. Like yes. Jermaine Dupree said, money ain't a thing. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem for Texas A&M at all. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. If if my school colors were maroon, I'd want to do a whiteout as well. Maroon is a hideous color. I agree. Maroon, red, just hideous color. Like, I think A&M and Mississippi State just have hideous uniforms. I think during recruiting, I, I think I eliminated some schools based on their school color. Carolina, just... Like, I, I truly do not like shades of red. 
I, I like even if I was not a sports fan, I, I I do not like the color red. It so happens that the teams that I hate, Red Sox, Alabama, Georgia, <laughs> they're they're red. But uh, I just and like maroon is like the worst. I, is maroon technically a shade of red? I consider it one. It's similar. Yes, to me. I mean it's in the same family. It's right? all ugly. Like maroon's a mixture of red and doo doo brown. So yes. yeah, yes. I'm, I'm I'm with you, man. I can only do red if there's black in it, like uh-huh. Chicago Bulls. Now that is like one of the the few reds I do like the the Bulls color scheme. The the Bulls do do pull it off. So got some big time SEC basketball games tonight. Wanted to update you on some roster attrition across the SEC in in is, the sport of football. Is it Tennessee? No, no. But uh, Georgia players have made some decisions on what they're going to do with their future coming off of. Uh, the national championship win uh, starting right guard Justin Schaefer he announced that he is declaring for the draft good decision good decision good decision indeed a good decision by Channing Tindall as well he declared for the draft good decision a senior linebacker who earned all SEC honors (laughs) this year Uh, junior tight end John Fitzpatrick is off to the NFL draft he won't play no way it really is a good decision for him. Uh, started 13 games over the last two years. And, uh, yeah, it really is a good decision for him to leave. Uh, Quay Walker, our dear friend, who uh, threw the Tennessee hat across uh, the way I'll to put for, on a Georgia hat. I'll never forget. Yep. He is declaring for the NFL draft a senior who started all 15 games for Georgia this year, had a – Game on eight tackles in the uh, national championship game. Hey, listen, he's gonna be rich. He'll be he'll be happy. I'm rich, but I hope he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars or the New York Giants. Really? After the conversation we just had a couple moments ago, you're gonna wish that he goes to those teams and not the Lions. No, I want I want him to go to the Jaguars. Yeah, you know it's, you, ter- it's, it's terrible, terrible. Well, no, I'll say the Giants <laughs> because the weather is bad. And the lines because the weather the weather is terrible. Well, Jacksonville at least you can escape good weather. I don't want him to be able to escape. No, Lions, Giants, you're right. See, man. see, I want him to go somewhere where it's miserable to play football. Like they suck and it's miserable, like it was for the Jaguars because of Urban Meyer and the Giants because of Joe Judge. Like the Lions like Dan Campbell, so it wasn't completely miserable. So like he would he as a defensive player would like playing for Dan Campbell in Detroit aside from the losing part. So like what crappy team that it is just miserable to be around. Probably Giants. Yeah, but they're getting a new coach. So Yeah, and a new GM. So Yeah, and the Jag like but the roster's still bad. It's still they still stink. Yeah, but he may get like a Dan Campbell type and have a good time. And it's New York. And it, it's expensive to live. So it is. Uh Robert Beal, another linebacker, uh, he is returning. He announced for a sixth season. Why, man? Go get some money. I agree. He said, oh, all these other guys are leaving. Let me let me come back. He appeared in all 15 games, had 23 tackles, seven and a half were for a, a loss. The big news for Georgia is that Nolan Smith is returning. He is returning for his senior season. He announced on Monday. You'll remember him as the one who had the Ford Raptor. The brand new Ford Raptor when he signed. Oh wow! That with was Georgia, terrible. and uh, he is he is coming back. Why, man? You've already you've already achieved everything. 
Just go. Get out of here. Go on and get. Get out of here. They come back for it, man. Don't overstay your welcome. I agree. And uh, I'm starting to get nervous about uh, an opponent on Tennessee's schedule for next season, Swain. Why, I, man? I, I, Tennessee's I, ten, going 10 2. It's booked already. Yeah, but uh, this team may be one of the two losses. And I know that that sounds crazy because you uh, also play Alabama let, and Georgia. Let me let me guess. You about to say Kentucky? No. Oh, you love Kentucky. And I've been right when I've hyped up <laughs> Kentucky. They've gone on to win 10 games each each time I've hyped them up. Hey, like that for data. Take that for data. Whatever. I don't care. Suck can't, on them apples. Can't beat Tennessee, so whatever. Dragon. What you got? Uh, LSU. I'm starting to get worried about LSU being on Tennessee's schedule for next year. I feel, I guess what I should say, I feel, I don't feel as good as I did a month ago. They're getting good players, ain't they? Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're tearing it up in the transfer portal, and and they've had some, some big-time players announce that they're coming back. Micah Baskerville announced that he is returning. He is a senior linebacker uh, and was a regular starter in 2020 and uh, finished second on the team with 83 tackles. My family. This season. Had nine tackles for a loss. He... We'll be back. Jay Ward, a starting safety, he's going to come back instead of declaring for the draft, and that will give them a big boost at at safety. At seventy-one tackles this year, two interceptions, six passes defended. They even picked up two transfer commitments yesterday. They picked up a transfer from a Missouri defensive lineman. Funny enough, Makai Wingo, who was. In high demand, even transferring from Missouri, picked LSU over Oklahoma and USC. They got a player from ETSU, didn't they? Yeah, I'm getting, he's 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 up next. But uh, Makai Wingo, freshman All SEC honors this year at uh at Missouri, and then as you just mentioned, they picked up a ETSU transfer who is an offensive lineman, Traymond. Shorts and Shorts visited LSU, Mississippi State, Central Florida, and North Carolina before committing to LSU. And is pretty versatile. Can play guard, play offensive lineman. I mean, uh, <laughs> can play guard, can play offensive tackle, and can play center. So that uh, that LSU game looks more and more challenging by the day. I, I, I'll say this: being that we'll get the J. Um, you know how we haven't heard one bad thing about Josh Heupel since he's been here? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it might be time to change that. <laughs> it may be time to change that. Uh, it's time for Josh Heupel to start going around the locker room giving people their pink slips. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't care if the, I don't care if the players get mad and go to Twitter and talk trash. and, and I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You, you don't care if they transfer to UNLV? I don't care. I don't care. Like I don't care at this point if Josh Hopper goes around the locker room and says, hey, man, you can't play here. And I'm trying to be a good dude. I don't want to have to cut you. But I am paid to do a job. And I'm tired of eating cold spaghetti after losses, a cold pizza after losses, when I know I'm not the reason why we lost. I know that the play calling was on point. And the reason why we lost is because we didn't have enough dogs. We didn't have enough horses. 
I can't go through that again like I did my first year. So you either be a good guy 100% of the time and lose with guys that don't belong in the SEC, or you be a good good guy 95% of the time and you give some of these guys pink slips after spring football because we need the numbers. We need the numbers, man. I mean, I, I really think that uh... – we we should go with the Brady's message. No, I don't want anybody getting a getting a record. It's worth it. It's not worth it. You it don't is. have to go that far. It'd be a misdemeanor, to, right? You don't have to. You don't have to sprinkle crack in people's lockers yeah, like well, the Brady said yesterday. Uh, I mean, just a couple of hours of community service, and <laughs> no. then they'll get it sponge. No, 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 no. I've been watching Law and Order. I'm 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 a pro at determining these things now. No, 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 no. You just need to tell folks, hey, man. Let me help you to Eastern Kentucky. Let me help you to ETSU. I know George Corals. George Corals coached my little cousin at Maryland a couple years ago. Let me hook you up with George Corals. Let me hook you up. Here's my thing. If if you can help somebody to ETSU, why can't you help an ETSU player to Knoxville? Because we don't have the space right now. Make space. You can't do it in the middle of semester. let's, Let's make a trade. Let, let's make a trade. There are about three, four, five offensive linemen that need to be at ETSU. Ben, you can't do it in the middle of the semester. It's not. It's the middle of the school year. they got plenty of time to acclimate themselves. Yeah, but you can't do it in the middle of the school year. Like, it's still the, – the, the, the count the, – the, the year will be over after spring. Can't do it in the middle of the year. Why don't Why don't we break out your theory of, hey, let's just pay these guys tuitions as part of nil money. Shh, that's a good idea. But I'm telling you, man, hey, I don't want to lose being a nice guy. It's time for Josh Heupel to start going around telling folks that they fired, like uh, like Donald Trump. That's, that's, it's time. It's time to do it. You're fired. Sorry for political people that you, know, you heard that name probably got triggered or you probably, you know, fell over yourself in happiness. Did you watch that show, Celebrity I'm just, Apprentice? I'm just using it for the example Apprentice. Nothing else. I loved watching that show. Nah. It was mediocre. Let's go to the phones. Let's get to uh, Jay. Jay, good morning. You're mediocre. Twain, Ben. Hey, uh, are we going to lose this wide receiver kid? What, what's going on, man? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm bracing for that because he's, he's from Texas. Texas wants him. Uh-huh. We are the beginning infancy f- f- uh, phase of NIL. I mean, if if he doesn't go to Texas, Texas dropped the ball, in my opinion. I, mean, I ain't telling the kid that he should go to Texas. I'm just being realistic here. If you are Texas uh-huh. and you see Texas A&M doing what they're doing and, and uh-huh. swinging with a big stick, your money is just as long as Texas A&M. And if you want somebody uh-huh. from your backyard, you should be able to get them. So I'm bracing for that. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope that the young man's like, hey, you know what? Damn, I did commit to Tennessee. Maybe I should stick that on out. And honestly, offensively, it is a better fit for me. Uh-huh. And I'm playing in the SEC. I mean, mm-hmm. it's actually better for me to go Tennessee. I hope he would, you know, say that and 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 
go forward with his commitment. But, you know, it is 2021, 2022, and um, I can't expect anything in college football. Everything is uh, crazy, and it's a big surprise each and every day. You know, Swain, that, that is one campus that I was actually underwhelmed by. I, w- I don't know if I had higher expectations because it's Texas, but that was one campus that I was actually pretty underwhelmed by. The campus it, it might be underwhelming, in- but the city is not. The city is awesome. Yeah, Austin is a big city, yeah, and it's right downtown. And uh, the track and field, they got a great view of the downtown area. But, uh, I mean, the football facilities and just, I mean, their their practice field is literally like right under an interstate. Oh, yeah. They're, they get on the bus to go to the practice field from the facilities, don't they? Yeah, it's just their stadium is big, but when you go there, it doesn't feel big. I'm like, this does not feel like a big stadium. And their their practice facility is like this, <laughs> like, bubble. <laughs> it's just, it's got, like, this cheap, like, bright green turf grass and the campus. I was just like, so this is Texas. This is big, bad Texas. I, I just didn't, I don't know. I was kind of underwhelmed, but it's just crazy how... Texas can just keep losing and keep pulling these recruits in. It's like it doesn't affect them. It doesn't phase them at all. It's Texas, man. They can, they can, they, they got old money. Come on now. My gosh, man. It's, it's just crazy. Well, I don't know. I, ho- I hope we hold on to the kid. You know, uh, me too. I mean, I, I think that would be a, a big get. And, um, I don't know, Swain. I don't know what we're going to do. We just don't seem to be very active in the portal, and I guess it's just down to numbers. Is it, is it the numbers that we're in, trying to inflict on ourselves in terms of like penalties as well? Is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the the, the, the scholarship numbers. When you look at uh, where you are right now and where you're going to be, um, you know, fall and all that good stuff. Right now, uh, from my understanding, you know. Talking to Austin, talking to other folks is just you just don't have a ton of room just to go out there and just fill up in the transfer portal right now because um, you might, you might have to wait until after after spring semester. So I just don't understand how these how Tennessee and their I, their thought process after seeing all these schools like that are that have been caught on wiretap federal wiretaps talking about paying kids. And they're just giving the NCAA the middle finger, and it's just like we're just cowering down to them, and 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 like punishing ourselves. I haven't seen any other school do this. Like nobody seems to fear the NCAA, but the University of Tennessee now. We didn't. We we didn't do a self-imposed bowl ban. I wouldn't say we feared the NCAA. But we're taking scholarships away, are we not? That's like that's, right now. That, that has not been set 100% in stone. I mean, I haven't gotten a clear yes or no on that, man, to be honest. And if, if they do, it's going to be one or two? And, this, and there's going to be still ways around it anyways. And with, so, the, so the scholarships aren't currently affecting our, our transfer portal? It's the number of spots available at this very moment that are. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, maybe Josh Heupel does this, start giving people the pink slip. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I, it's just, uh, 
I hope we don't lose that kid, though. I think that would be a uh, a huge loss because I, I think with him and Tillman together, you got a you could have a special duo there. But I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. At least it'll open up a spot, right? I guess that's one way to look at it. Um, honestly, if you if you do lose Nayor and opens up a spot, I hope we fill that spot with a defensive player. But again, the the portal is, is fool's gold, and um, you know, some some I think it's top heavy. But there's a reason why most guys are in the portal. But I have also said this: there are guys who are not in the portal that um, that are looking at Tennessee and that can possibly be an option. Speaking of the portal, Harrison Bailey is now out of the portal. I had no clue that he was going to UNLV. I had no clue that was going to be announced yesterday, as I mentioned yesterday, that he was still in the portal after being in there forever. Um, but glad that he has finally found himself a a home. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised that he's going to UNLV, but uh, glad that he has found a spot, and I hope he goes out there and tears it up. You got nothing, man? Oh, I have thoughts. But I think I'm going to keep got, them to myself. You got prayers too? Or no. just thoughts? No, just thoughts. No thoughts and prayers? I do, but not in this particular situation. Okay, what you got? Not for Harrison Bailey, quite frankly. What you got, man? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself for the most part. That's not what you're supposed to do. You're, you're a radio show co host. You're supposed to tell the people who are listening your thoughts. You're, you're cheating them, Ben. You're depriving them of. Um, what they are tuning in for, which is your takes. You quit mid-season to get a jump on the transfer portal, and you transfer to UNLV. Okay, maybe I should. You transfer to UNLV after quitting midway through the season to get a jump start on the transfer portal. And I don't want to hear anything about it in IL stuff. Who cares in this instance? Who cares? I'd rather play quarterback elsewhere and get a little money there than than go to UNLV. I'm sure Las Vegas is cool. I was there once when I was a kid. I didn't really get to appreciate it the way that I would now. I'll go now. But Just I'm sure it's a, it, running the Raiders. It sounds. It seems like it. <laughs> seems like it would be a fun place to live, but. It's not worth playing football at UNLV. I mean, we're not even talking about basketball back in the day here. We're talking about football. Football at UNLV. And you're a former five-star quarterback from the state of Georgia, and you quit on your team midway through the season to get a jump on the transfer portal? Huh? But how dare the last staff not play him? How dare? How dare Josh Heupel not give him a fair shot in in spring practice? But but Ben, but Swain, he was the best quarterback during the spring game, throwing the Jack Jancic down the field against white walk-on backup, backup defensive backs. How dare he? How dare y'all say that that he he just had a good day? And and he's not a serious contender to play quarterback. Did you not see Jack Jancic come back on that pass behind him and, and Moss, that white walk-on defensive back? Did you not see that? 
I mean, how can, how can you not? I mean, Ben, you're just you're just saying what Swain tells you to say. That's I, all you're doing, Ben. You're just saying what Swain tells you to say. What have I done? You transferred what? to UNLV? What have I done? I mean, you didn't even go to Georgia Tech or Kentucky. Some bum school like that. You went to UNLV. Do people even care about football in Las Vegas? I mean, I, I think most of the Raiders fans are still from Oakland. No, pretty, pretty, pretty much. UNLV, really? I'm surprised. I'm that, surprised. That, that's, where you, that's, that's what you quit the team for midway through the year to get a jump on the transfer portal for UNLV, and then you didn't announce it till January 18th? I, I think that tells you, Ben, all you need to know about how the grass is not always greener on the other side. That's one lesson, even though for him it will be greener because he'll actually be playing. Uh, also, really? that – for quarterbacks, it's tough because, dude, look at Auburn. They got two transfer quarterbacks right now in Finley and um, Calzada. Three with the Oregon quarterback. Yeah, so, like, there's there's not a lot of opportunities for quarterbacks unless you are, you know, JT Daniels or somebody. Most, most of the guys struggle finding a new home. Like, when I saw K-Ron Calvert hit the portal, I was not expecting Eastern Kentucky. I just wasn't. I wasn't expecting that at all. So uh, I'm glad that he has a spot. I hope he goes out there and tears it up. But I'm with you. Like, that's put on the team for that. But, hey, tear it up. Tear it up. Go be great. Glad that he is um, – glad is he has a spot and um, he gets that closure. He knows exactly where he's going. I wonder if he's going to bring some of his uh, Marietta High School teammates out there with him. Have fun with Darnell Washington. He ain't playing anytime soon. Brock Bowers. Darnell Washington go back home. How about how about Eric Gilbert? Man, does he get a ring? Yeah. He gets a ring for real? Yeah. I on, doubt it. On the team. I doubt, I doubt he gets a ring, but – Gilbert. Why would he get it ring? He's on the team. He was play. he was he really on the team? Yeah, and he there were photos of him at the parade the other day in Georgia gear, smiling. He'll get a ring. Wow. He should go to He'll probably pawn it off. He should probably he should go to UNLV too. Be be with his high school quarterback. So not hating on Harrison Bailey, but still he did he did quit during the season. And um UNLV is a, a surprise. I think I made a mistake by telling you to. <laughs> Chris says, that's right, Ben, preach. Chip Payne says, those recruiting sites were way off with Harrison. Hey, man. I told y'all about that. I told y'all from the jump that they misevaluated on that one. Walkman, Relax. 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 Big Fats, Dave from the 423. <laughs> uh, what about the guys who entered the portal after the season? <sighs> because it's still technically it's still, it's still within the same year. So you have like spring, you have fall, a spring semester. And then that that is after the, the spring semester, that is a year. So when you when you finish up your f- 
freshman football season, you're still a freshman in the classroom. You're not officially a sophomore until summer, I guess, or, or the next fall. So after the spring, there should be some more spots available for Tennessee to go into the portal. That's that's the difference. You got fall and some fall and spring, that is the calendar year. So there'll be some guys that'll be graduating. There'll be some guys that hopefully will be moving on and trying to play somewhere else. And that'll free up some opportunities for Tennessee to add to the roster. And I hate that it's cutthroat the way it is, but we're trying to win, man. It's been too long. Hour three coming up.